Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So Melissa, I've been uh, playing tennis uh, for a few years with uh, this guy named Tom. Uh huh. I met him uh, just out at the tennis club playing tennis. Like we played drills together and we kind of started running into each other. Hmm. Um, and uh, I've been getting to know him over the past few years and it's been super fun. It's kind of like, uh, like a new friendship um, yeah. kind of emerged out of us uh, playing tennis. And, uh, and it's kind of like evolved into the, a spot where like we basically play tennis every single week and we go out to dinner, like double dates with uh, our wives. And, oh, nice. That's um, nice. Yeah, it's been super fun. And like any good um, dude relationship, <laughs> like we go hit tennis balls, do some chit chat, you know, in the locker room after and then like go our separate ways. <laughs> <laughs> but more recently, we've actually been talking a little deeper about things. Right. I um, we started kind of talking about his faith and sort of our universe views. Hmm. Um, he recently started a church, oh. which I thought was very interesting. Huh. Right. So between our tennis sets, we'll get into this like <laughs> deep uh, spiritual wow. conversation and then we'll go right back to hitting tennis balls. <laughs> so, As you do. <laughs> as you do. But it's been pretty it's been pretty interesting for me to explore this with him because um he started a church as a Baptist church and Oh, okay. So he has got you know, he's he um so he has got a faith and a religion that he follows, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. he's very passionate about it. I mean he's passionate about it so much that he started um this organization, which is totally awesome. Like, wow, yeah. like I was just, I was amazed by what, what he was doing there. Mm-hmm. But in the course of you know, us kind of exploring that, he was asking me like, well, JJ, what's your, what's your worldview or what's your universe view or, you know, what's your, what's faith, your like? faith? And I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, obviously I wanted to share with him what my my view was, and um, as probably like many of the listeners probably picked up already, um, I'm not religious, classically religious like that, right? We don't mm-hmm. go to church. I don't follow a faith like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a very, um, I feel like I have a pretty developed universal view Spiritual of how view. I think things are, mm-hmm. um, but they don't fit into any of those buckets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or or any of the classic maybe Western buckets that right. you can't just say like, hey, JJ thinks like like this kind of you know like mm-hmm. he's Catholic, yeah, like, right. I can't say that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what it got me thinking about was when I was when I've been talking with Tom, who's got a very different view than I do. Yes, we're exploring yeah. each other's views of the world which has been super awesome yeah but it started me thinking about like um how 
it was it's been really helpful for me yeah. to explain my views to Tom because it helps me understand myself better. Oh, interesting. I didn't expect you to say that. What I thought you were going to say is it's been helpful for you to explain your views to Tom because it's helped Tom understand other views. That's what I expected you to say. But what you said is it helps well, you understand your view. Yeah, it probably mm. has helped Tom understand. Oh, immensely. Like, right? Oh, immensely. Um, yeah. But if I'm just kind of looking in on myself, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I've found it extremely helpful. Um, and I was, I was actually just exploring this idea. It's like, do we need other people to help us understand what we think? Hmm. Right? If I was just sitting alone for years on end, just thinking to myself, which as an introvert sounds kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, quiet to me. Uh, right? <laughs> would that actually be a fruitful exercise? Like, would I actually be able to know what I think without talking it through with other people? Mm. Or at least seeing other views, or maybe even saying, seeing the same views, but helping develop it. Do other people help us develop our own views? That's really interesting. I, I feel like, you know, like in the example that you're using particularly, um, because Tom is a Baptist minister, the Baptist religion is one of the more traditional ones, right? So there's mm. a lot of doctrine, there's a lot of um, studying, there's, you know, there's a lot of really deep, rich roots in the Baptist world. Um, and, and actually what you believe uh, more on the Eastern philosophies, more, you know, I don't know if you would call it Buddhism, if you would call it, you know, what you would call it. Pretty I, close to that. We don't have to, and we <laughs> yeah. don't even have to, the labels don't matter. The labels don't matter. But what I was going to say is that Eastern philosophy is also highly indoctrinated, right? Like mm -hmm. both sides have really, really, really deep, rich roots. But here in America, we don't really know about that other stuff. So it feels a lot more loosey-goosey, right? So there's yeah. less people. And, and I think in the last several years, there's more and more that we can read about. There's more and more on, you know, the Eastern philosophies. It's becoming much more mainstream. But I think you're right. Like a lot of the times when we're trying to understand our own opinions about it, it's having to sort of weigh this idea in our own head. And then how does that idea make us feel to come to our own conclusions, right? Mm -hmm. And um I feel like there's been a lot of times in my life, as a matter of fact, I just re-engaged with one of my coaches because I felt like I'm at a stage of some of the things that I'm thinking about that I don't exactly know how I feel about them either. Mm. So this is a really interesting idea and well-timed, actually. Why is it well-timed? Well, just because, you know, I just feel like you and I, with the self-awareness journey, we're building some really amazing things. And we, we have been for several months, but it's becoming more formed. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're getting more and more excited about being specific about what we can do for the world. And I think that, that we are constantly checking in with ourselves. Is this, does this feel right? Is this the right way for us to be? Is this the right way for us to be thinking about things right now? How do I feel about those things? And I think it'd be super hard to have all that formulated opinion without having any conversation about it because we talk about it all the time. Yeah, right. Every week, in fact. Every week, like right <laughs> now even. 
<laughs> Even right this minute. How cool. The the other thing that happened when when Tom and I decided together, like we were gonna kind of explore this topic, right? Like first, yeah, I was very intentional mm. with him and in the way that I said, Hey Tom, like I love our friendship and I know that you and I are like have a good enough uh like a really good intent with exploring this topic. Yeah. Like this is being explored out of love and for understanding's sake. Yeah. Um, not out of not for any other like de- conversions reason, right? Yeah. And no I'm conversion convert, conversation. Right? And you're and he's not for sure. He's not going to convert. Yeah. Well, we'll, well see. Maybe not. No, now. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> That's great. Um. But so we'd been kind of chatting like, hey, we should like really sit down. And so we actually decided like, hey, let's go get coffee, which is not our normal thing. Our normal thing is let's go play tennis, but let's go get coffee. And what what, uh, that caused for me was like, okay, I've got now two weeks to actually try to figure out how I'm going to explain to Tom what I think. Oh, right. Right. So I actually had a bit of time to prepare for that kind of conversation. Wow, which is that's really nice. Most people wouldn't, right? Sometimes kind of topple into it. Yeah, yeah. Like right. Well, sometimes you like straight up brick wall into it. Actually, another story about Tom. I'm gonna have to tell son Tom this podcast because like at this point, this whole thing's about him. Uh, one time with Tom, we were in the locker room, and I had been um, sharing some of like the struggles we were having as parents um, with him. Cause you know, he's got kids and right. you know, it's just. Um, yeah. And he's a minister. That whole situation. <laughs> no, he's not actually a minister. I don't think oh. he's not a minister. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. 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 Sorry. <laughs> he's the founder of the church though. Okay. That's good. Um. So, uh, oh no. So we were just hanging out and we were about to leave and he goes, um, Hey JJ, as you know, like, you know, I've got this deep faith and I, I pray for you. And I was wondering if there's something specifically you want me to pray for you about. And wow. that was a brick wall moment for me. I'm like, whoa, what? Wow. Like, like I was just like, I don't know how to respond to that. Mm, what a kind like right gesture. There. Yeah. And it was absolutely so kind. Yes. And actually what I told him, I was like, Tom, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like, let's talk about that last next week because I really appreciate that gesture, but I don't exactly know how to answer right now. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's a great so answer. That was me trying to like, but that was sometimes those conversations here, right? You just hit, yeah, s- straight on, yeah. and you're not expecting them. Yeah. This one is the, was the second. <laughs> what I was talking about here is like nice because I did have time to prepare, mm-hmm. um, to prepare my thoughts, and the thing I like about that is and actually and this podcast and this is something that i think is really interesting for people to do like everyone can do this it's it's being intentional about having these kinds of conversations yeah right? exactly right yeah yeah one of uh one of my friends um joe he actually i was asking him about how to make a podcast like 
before we started, I was asking him how to make a podcast, yeah. right? Because he's like an audio guy, he's a I musician, know. he's got like all the microphones, right? I'm like, this guy's got to know how to make a podcast. Favorite people in the world, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he goes, Oh, yeah, I, I my, uh, my wife and I make a podcast. It's like, Really? He's like, Yeah, but we don't release it, we just record it. I was like, Tell me, t- what? Like, why would you do that? Right? And he goes, The thing is, JJ, is when you sit down and you're both in front of microphones and you present a topic to talk about and you hit record on the computer, you are very thoughtful and intentional about that conversation. That's true. And it's a wonderful thing to do with your spouse is be in a conversation that is that intentional. Yes. And I thought that was like the most beautiful thing. I know. That's Joe for you. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like simple and truth. Anyone could do it, and it's beautiful. And yeah. it's not that you need all the recording equipment. You know what he's saying is more basic than that. It's mm-hmm. like we're all running around with jobs and kids and a gajillion things to do. Mm-hmm. And but are we taking that time to mm-hmm. be intentional about conversations so we're understanding each other at a at a deeper level? Well, right. and, and coming back to the idea that you were talking about at the very beginning of our conversation, which is by having conversations like this, it's helping you understand yourself. And mm-hmm. that's a really interesting idea. Um, and I don't think we often, at least I don't usually think about it like that, you know, but it's true. Like, I think sometimes, you know, we have a sort of a niggling or a feeling about something, or we sort of have an opinion, mm-hmm. but we're really not sure. We don't have confidence in the opinion that that's how we really think or feel. And, um, you know, I always say when you just talk to yourself, you're just running a racetrack and you just go around the circle over and over and over again, and you don't actually know if the story is 100% what you want it to be. I think there takes it, ta- it takes some faith and trust in yourself so it's like there has to be some level of your own trust in yourself to be able to talk with other people mm-hmm. to have these kinds of deeper discussions. Right. So sometimes if we don't really know what we think mm-hmm. yet, right? Right. It's kind of like you're, you're on a little like fishing expedition, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Throwing ideas, little mm-hmm. ideas out there, right? Yeah. Seeing what, what bites. But you're right. Like part of it takes some some confidence right like mm-hmm. or actually maybe it more takes like vulnerability because in a conversation yeah. where you're trying to figure out what you think that's good you the fear is that you're wrong or yeah. that you haven't thought it through enough or mm-hmm. that what you're thinking is stupid or like all sorts of judgments you're putting on yourself right 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 so it's scary yeah. to do that yeah it's for sure scary And you know, um, that I think right there, because you used a really important word that it was coming up for me actually at the same time, but in an opposite direction. So you said fear, you know, the vulnerability of I'm going to actually say something to this person. But so often I think we don't because we're fearful of what they will say will make us feel bad or that Mm -hmm. we will feel wrong if their opinion does not match ours. Yeah. And that's a sad that's a sad truth, I think, for lots of us. Yeah, that it reminds me that that pod we did a, quite a while ago about like validating mm. 
Mm-hmm. What was that called? Validating your validating your validations or something, or validating your <laughs> we feelings. We a cute name for it. I don't know. <laughs> um, right, because sometimes if if you put your opinion and your feelings out there, yeah, and they're not validated, yeah, that doesn't feel good. No. Right. No. But that doesn't mean that they're wrong. That it just right. It there's a there's an interesting interplay mm-hmm. happening here that we're exploring, right? Yeah, for sure. Because because what you just said is if you put your feelings out there and they're quote wrong according to the other people, then it makes you feel bad. However, um, what if you put your feelings out there, feeling pretty confident that your feelings aren't wrong, but you're just trying to get an opinion to to further develop the idea, right? Mm-hmm. And the opinion doesn't match yours. If it's coming from someone that you trust and love, and you know they support you, then don't you feel like you can be a lot more in in the game, so to speak, or you don't feel like you have to defend or protect yourself? You you can just be more. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, you know, you could just be more transparent. You know, like I'm exploring, like exactly what you did with Tom. Like you knew him long enough where you sort of you trusted him. You trusted mm-hmm. his his own self ability you know you trusted his own way he is enough to then trust a friendship with him and know that whatever he did say that he would be doing it with the best of intention mm-hmm. regardless of what he said yep yeah for sure so it's almost the- like it's almost like you, you're the when you do seek that and i think you're right so often it's important for us to seek valuable feedback from other people but it's really important who you're choosing, right? Like, and why? And yes, that is important. Yeah, (laughs) that is certainly important. I would actually bring it so far as to say that we have that same fear with people that we do intimately trust. Oh, like our spouses or our parents or or our best friends. Yeah. Um, like and you talk about being like your authentic self right um like there there are definitely still still in your brain even though maybe you've been in a relationship for a long time and there is like a lot of trust there you might uh you still might have thoughts that you want to explore that Maybe like you think they're embarrassing. You are ashamed of them. Maybe like, you know what I mean? Like they might be against, uh, they might be like contrary to the way you've been for a long time. Like maybe your opinion is changing over time. And, and, Mm. and how do you explore that with someone who's got an image of you that's different than maybe the thing you're exploring? You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a lot of, of, um, like feelings in there that that people need to explore in themselves as they understand, like <laughs> as they have these conversations in effort to understand themselves better. Yeah, I agree. And and you know what just popped up as you were talking about? It's the actor self that we go to right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the verse versus the authentic self. That's the exact spot right there where we go to that actor self. So we may have something that's very pressing inside of us that is really meaningful and wants to come out in some way because it needs to grow or be explored more. And we hop into that actor self if we're afraid or feel too vulnerable that it wouldn't be well received. Yeah. 
right? It might not be. The, that was the wow. other thing that I was thinking about was that like in some, in a lot of cases, what I might think is like, hey, if I, if I actually start exploring a topic with somebody, um, I don't want to offend them. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like there's a little bit of that too. Like, well, would I offend the other person? Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to, a, um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the person was talking about lying, you know, like how it's easy to judge other mm-hmm. people. We often will judge other people and it's easiest to judge other, other people in the exact same things that we judge ourselves. That's usually what's happening. Mm. And the particular example being used was lying when people lie Mm -hmm. and how much it bothers you when someone lies and, and you just, you want to just be so mad at them. Like, why do they lie? And, and then you start thinking back, well, wait, there's, there's times where I lie too. I've done that. I don't like to lie. I don't do it very often, but there have been times and isn't that interesting. When have I lied? Well, Mm -hmm. I've lied when I've known something that I was going to say would not be well received by the other Mm. person. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want them to feel bad. Yeah. Right? Yep. Those wow. are like all the like millions of little white lies that yeah. people tell all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we like to talk about is all like all the lies you tell to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> are those white lies? I don't know what those are. <laughs> oh, that's that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah. Self-deception. Yeah. Oh, I'll add that to our list. Yeah. We yeah. were laughing. That's a fancy word for saying you lie to yourself. Self-deception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just think it's funny. Like before we were recording this, you know, normally like for the listeners, we have a, a topic chosen a couple of days beforehand. And this morning it was like, wait a minute, what are we talking about? And we went to the list and we realized <laughs> there must be 30 topics on that list as opportunities for us to have conversations. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Good. White lies. <laughs> yeah. Well, so exploring this idea, like again, just exploring this idea that we often need other people to help us yeah. know what we think. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing you had mentioned earlier was the, the self-awareness journey, right? And this idea that early on in our journey, mm-hmm. it might be more important to be able to bounce things and ideas and your and your thought processes off another person yeah. early in the journey than it is later in the journey. Yeah. Like, yeah. what were you thinking there? Like, yeah. ex- explore that. I was, the reason that I had said something around that is because when we are first learning how to become a, more aware of ourselves... I think we're coming from a place of kind of avoiding ourselves. You know, mm. like if I have feelings that I don't like, I just push them away and go do something else. Like, <laughs> like is that a, is that a phrase? Self avoidance? Yes, it's just should, trying to avoid myself all yes, the time. I oh, I've I've had a lot of experience just avoiding who I really was, and now I really like who I am, and I'm glad that I took the time to figure it out. Um, but I think that when we're in that stage, you know, of like, okay, this is too painful for me to think about, so I'm gonna just go do something different. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be with myself because I don't know who I'm gonna meet. And that's really scary. Okay, so I think at that stage of the game, when you have the 
and that point, it is a little courageous and showing vulnerability, which we always say the most the most courageous people are those that are vulnerable. So I guess mm-hmm. we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. Um, to start talking about, you know, your experience with what you have been and and what it is that you want to be and really not having ideas on what that means, you know, so that's like that would be an example of of how you're not really sure of how you think and you start to ask people questions like how do you know yourself? What do you do? Like what what have you done when you felt that you've been avoiding certain parts of who you are? Like in that kind of spirit of conversation you're you're not really well formed in a lot of your opinions yet, but you're seeking it. Like you want mm. to have an opinion about it, but you're really not sure, just an idea. So I think in early stages of that journey, we really do need people to talk things through. And that, you know, you see a lot of people doing big seminars and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what what's that's all about. As you become more self-aware, I think you start having a deeper understanding of yourself. So the things that you ponder are not as superfluous. You know, there's, there, mm-hmm. there are a lot, it's a lot deeper and it's more meaningful for you. And you begin to have more understanding of the deep core being who you really are. Mm. So then the things that you do choose to talk about really change. And I would guess, at least for me, the people that I choose to talk about it with also has really, really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. But my my conversations, like when you and I talk about something, we could have really opposing views. We haven't really hit that much, but sometimes. Um, but but even <laughs> hang with, on, they're coming up there in the list. <laughs> yeah, they're right. The hidden list. There's also a hidden <laughs> list of like 85 things. Um, but you know, like at this stage of the game, if I want to explore an opinion or idea I'm having, I come at it with you, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, as an exploratory discussion, like what we often do. So th- I don't feel vulnerable um, because I feel safe enough knowing that I trust myself now. Mm-hmm. I trust myself. But I'm really curious to build off of this, like, wow, wouldn't that be cool to go into a partnership to think about something and if this could be something even more than what I'm feeling inside. So I yeah. think your opinions and your feelings and and how you feel safe and valued changes over the course of your yourself know your knowingness yep yeah that's interesting the okay two i two other thoughts when we started we're like can we actually talk about this topic for long enough like, yeah here we are right i know it um, <laughs> always the other thing that i i'm always fascinated with when we start like, trying to when we start getting into these topics that are yeah. deeper right like mm-hmm. like like our view of the universe, right? This is yeah. like a yeah. deep topic and how we feel about it and our connection and all of this stuff and religion and, you know, God and, yeah. and these things that are hard to explain. I always come back to this this idea that like language is an abstraction mm. of mm-hmm. your feelings. That's right. That's <clears throat> that right. means like, like language never will be able to truly articulate to another person how you feel true because so the words that that it that we just don't have all of the words that explaining the shared you know like language is just like a like a Ar- middle medium tool. right yeah. yeah it's an archaic so, tool <laughs> uh so exploring what you're thinking using words with another person helps you actually try to get the right words in the right orders to get as close to how you're feeling as possible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's really Like it's good. an exercise in sort of refining the articulation of how you're feeling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which 
like, again, as an introvert, I put a lot of value in like the thing that comes out of my mouth is the accurate description of what I'm feeling. Got it. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's probably different for an extrovert because generally you're like talking to think. Yeah. But I do them all by thinking and then like what comes out should be like mm-hmm. gold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's not the case when we're exploring topics that are hard to understand or articulate. So us introverts actually do have to talk it out a little bit yeah. and it might, and it does, and it feels awkward because it's wrong a lot. Yeah. And I don't like talking when I'm feel like it's not what I truly mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. To- it totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It totally makes sense. It's part of creation. You know, yeah. like I, I've, I've been kind of thinking about this idea and, and in the last couple of weeks, especially that we're always creating, like you showed me that. You've been teaching mm. me this for years and years. We're never done creating. And if we really truly believe that, then it's never actually done. And if it's never actually done, we don't have to worry about perfection. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we're never done creating. <laughs> never done. It's always in creation, which means it's never done, which means it's never perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I think this this idea of knowing ourselves and being in partnership with other people to to have conversations and have thinking partners to help us know ourselves better that's never done either because there's always yeah. further to go. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, we should wrap it up. Yeah, we this should. was super fun. <laughs> um, a big thanks to my my tennis friend Tom for thanks um, Tom being my thinking partner and helping me understand myself better. That's awesome. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.